0: and welcome back this is i guess what officially our first episode this is raven
1: and, and i am Zach.
0: yeah so here we are
1: yeah um raven how are you doing tonight
0: <sighs> you know it is 10 33 on a wednesday the last day of september wow i'm feeling I'm feeling like a little tired. I'm feeling, yeah, a little bit tired.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Maybe overwhel- overwhelmingness vibes are happening too, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you mentioned there's a full moon tomorrow night.
0: Tomorrow is the full moon, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like I'm already kind of soaking in that
1: energy, so. Nice. Yeah, I don't think that you're alone in just feeling the stress, the overwhelming feelings that are coming with end of the month, beginning of the month, life, pandemics, debates, life, right?
0: All of it, right? (laughs) Yes. How are you back? How are you doing?
1: I would say um, that I'm I'm holding up. Um, It's been a busy day. Uh, it's also been just a crazy week. It's crazy times. Um, life has been kind of pulling me in all kinds of directions, but we're here and I'm excited to end this evening. Connecting with you, connecting with people and just kind of sharing about some updates on what's going on and launching this first episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy you're here. Happy, happy I'm here. Yeah.
1: So um the idea that we're all stressed, um, and that, and maybe not all of us, but making some large assumptions that we're we're struggling, we're on the struggle bus. Um, we kind of wanted to bring a topic today to you all, and that topic is self-care. Um Raven, do you want to kind of just go into more, more um ideas around why we decided to talk about this?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the longer you guys choose to listen to this podcast, I think you'll start to pick up on the things that Zach and I find important. And one of the things that I truly find so important is when I'm like on the same wavelength as someone, like that is the coolest thing. And Zach and I are like, okay, let's record a podcast episode. Let's do it. Let's sit down. And we sit here and we're like, what are we going to talk about? we're just sitting here and sitting here and we're like we can't we can't think of anything like we just can't record we're ready to give up and i'm like maybe we should talk about self-care and zach's like oh my gosh i was thinking that i just didn't want to say it um for whatever reason something was holding him back right and and so we had that moment of just synchronicity of us both being on the same path and on the same wavelength it was like okay we're talking about self-care at after 10 o'clock at night you know a long day um because we need it and i hope y'all do too
1: i love the word synchronicity that's a large word um but i definitely like the vibes of that word um i also think that while it is late, while we are tired, I think that this is rejuvenating and refreshing and just a great way to end the evening with us just kind of being in this like tired, vulnerable vulnerable place of just wanting to share and not, not have this formal podcast episode just unfold, but that we just let it happen organically. And um, I think self-care is, a lot, uh, is an important thing. And I think that why I was reserved in sharing it is because I think that it's just this uh fad like, or like yeah. trend, you hell, know? Oh yeah. That like ugh, just practice that self-care and everything's gonna be fine. And so while I think that there's a culture around that, I think it's true and it's important, right? Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. are some ways, Raven, in which You practice self-care, maybe thinking about like what you currently need in terms of self-care. Like what are some of those things that you do for yourself?
0: Well, self-care, I think I like this idea that you kind of touched on already about just like the the influence of the media. The media tells us what self-care is. I think a lot of the times it's portrayed as this like put a face mask on vibe. a a bubble
1: bath
0: (laughs) a bubble bath absolutely yeah yeah no that that's definitely a level of it but for me I think self-care is actually deeper than that um it's deeper than the surface piece right it's the for me self-care is journaling it's taking time to reflect on on my day and setting intentions and not just like living life in kind of this state where things are just passing by but self-care for me is just being present and embracing everything for truly what it is and that comes on a lot of levels i think um one is physical like am i taking care of my physical body am i feeding my body the things that needs to be happy am i exercising in a way that makes my body feel good um and then even just other components like um, like my spirituality. Am I nurturing that? Um, am I am I reading about astrology? Am I reading my tarot cards? Like am I doing those things that truly feed my soul and make me feel connected to something bigger than bigger than just me? Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I could rant forever about my self-care and I'm sure there'll be more space for that. So Zach, what are you thinking? Like, what are you needing?
1: Yeah, I think I was thinking of just some other areas in which um, self-care can occur because I think we have this global idea of what it is. But I think that what's coming to mind for me is like Virginia Satir's self-mandala, or Mandela, however you say it. And how there's like these different parts that we all have um, as humans and thinking about self-care in terms of those parts. And so for me one of
0: uh hold up so for the listeners it's called the satir self mandala she's awesome it's got eight parts i want them to be able to look at it zach while you go into it because i think that would be beautiful
1: great yeah so for me there's this contextual piece a part as a part of this like um as one of your parts right and In terms of just context for me and in terms of context and self-care one of the things that i do for myself my own sanity is like ensuring that i'm in a clean environment and that the room is reflective of like what's going on for me internally and so while there's dishes piled in the sink that's often like a replication of like the frustration going on in my head and so um while I acknowledge those things, I do the dishes and I'm very present and mindful in doing the dishes and just acknowledging and tapping in and in tune with like what's going on with me mentally, what's the mental chatter, Um, and really working to create a context that is soothing for me and also checking in again with that like mental chatter and doing those things again you said just mindfully I, I mean you didn't say mindfully but it's it's mindfulness right being fully present and acknowledging um what's going on for you in that moment some other pieces um, outside of just the context and how the context in which i'm in really soothes me and helps me um, i think another one is i think spirituality and for me i think that when people think of that term it's you know Tied to a religious organization, but for me, it's really practicing meditating as often as I can, and even if it's just like five minutes a day or um, ten minutes a day, right? But just intentionally setting aside that time, breathing, checking in with my body, what's going on, where is the anxiety at in my body, and um, just doing some of those things. And don't get me wrong, I'm, 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 suck- I suck at it. <laughs> I I don't I don't do it often or I don't do it as often as I would like to but
0: Um, yeah no I think I think that is the human in you Zach and that's just the vulnerability showing that um we know how to take care of ourselves I think honestly we're all born that way we know the things that we truly want and yearn for as people we know the things that make us feel good um but sometimes we can't even just do that um and the self-care piece is really hard sometimes yeah. sometimes it's you to just knock out and go to sleep and not take that time at the end of the day to write in your journal or yeah. to do a few stretches you know but
1: speaking yeah. of of like sleep i also think that we um really associate sleep to, like, laziness, but mm-hmm. um, something you're thinking about is, like, sleep is actually productive. Rest is productive, right? And I really have to work to, um, being a graduate student, uh, I have to really work to intentionally recognize that rest and taking time is a productive, um, is productive, <laughs> right? And that it's okay to rest and um, take time to allow my body to rest my mind rest and those kind of things. Right, um, it feels like nowadays I have to freaking schedule like on my planner when to breathe. Right, <laughs> I don't actually do that, but it feels like I should sometimes because of the demands. Right,
0: it's it's a lot. I mean, like right before getting on this podcast tonight, I was like, "Oh wait, it's ten thirty. My phone's telling me it's my bedtime." Um, So I mean, yeah, like I literally, we schedule these things in Zach, we are in this um, path right now, this journey that's very demanding. I mean, we're students, we're therapists, we're workers, we're, you're teaching, you know, like we've got so much on our plate. Um, And yeah, tonight I think it really spoke when both of us were like, what do we need right now? And it's, we kind of both reported this idea of like, we need to look within, we need to, we need to take care of ourselves and we need to really show ourselves some love and grace, um, because we're feeling overwhelmed.
1: Yeah. I wonder, I guess I had a question, like, what would you tell people who maybe think that this idea of self-care is like silly or like, "Eh, I don't need to do that. Um, I'm fine. Like, what would you tell somebody who's thinking about, or kind of acknowledging like, maybe I lack in this area of intentionally caring for myself and recognizing what's going on. Where would you tell them to start? How do they start? What does that process look like? Yeah,
0: that's hard, Zach. And you know, I think we sit with people like that a lot. I mean, it makes me sad. I'm just feeling sad right now. You know, I'm feeling heavy just even, kind of stepping into this question because I mean I've I've been in a place where you know I didn't want to take care of myself I didn't want to look within I didn't want to acknowledge the things that either I was struggling with or even the things that I was proud of you know it was just a disregard my emotional self type attitude um, and I think for somebody that is struggling to really practice this self-love and this self-care piece, I would, I would encourage them to start connecting with their emotional self. I mean, that would be the first thing that I go for. And I think that's just because, I mean, our emotions give us so much information about how we're feeling and about the decisions that we need to make. Um, that's where I would start and just say, honoring, honor your emotions. honor the sad, sit with the grief, be proud of those happy, excited moments, um, and to just own it and acknowledge your emotional self.
1: Yeah, when you talk about the emotional self, what comes to mind for me is just like compass and like the emotion, like we have this emotional compass, right? And that compass guides kind of uh, our emotions and that impacts our thoughts and that impacts our behaviors, right how do people or how do we how do you and I'm I guess I'm putting you on the spot how do you um right. tap into that emotional compass and let it guide you and you say tune into your emotional self how does one do that and your kind of ideas or expectations or thoughts around that
0: yeah I think first um in my experience, it's, it's checking in with yourself in the moment. It's noticing your body. Oh, gosh, like my hands are sweaty right now. Like, why are my hands sweating right now? You know, questioning what's going on for you. Like, why, why are my hands sweating? Why is my chest feeling tight? Like, oh, maybe I'm feeling anxious. Why am I feeling anxious? How can I address this anxiety that I'm feeling right now? Oh, wait, maybe I can take a deep breath in
1: and a breath out. Sounds like, um, sorry for interrupting you, but it sounds like you kind of, there's this idea that these physiological responses are usually the indicator that something emotionally is going on for us, right? If we're experiencing this heart palpitations, okay, that can be your, you know, reactive response to maybe something, uh, to emotional, right? It's an emotional response that's manifesting itself in physiological ways. Um, And so, and those can be indicators of the emotional compass, right? Um, I know Mm -hmm. for me, when I feel overwhelmed, I'm sweaty, I'm hot, (laughs) heart's beating just a bit faster, right? Those things happen, my face gets hot. Um, And so, sounds like we're also just thinking it's important that we listen, to our bodies,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like one of those things. Though, how many people in this society have been told to ignore their emotional self? Um, a ton, a zillion, billion, trillion. I don't even know a big enough number. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, a lot, people, a lot of people have been told, like, yo, don't, don't check in with your emotional self. Ignore that yeah. stuff. It don't it. And so whenever I am sitting with clients that are kind of disregarding their own self-worth, they're not stepping into this self-love, this self-care kind of realm, and they're really struggling to connect with their emotional self, I take it back to their bodies. Because we know that sensation, like we feel those things in our bodies, and I think directing it to the body sometimes helps soften the emotional experience. It, it creates a different sense of vulnerability. One that for some reason is easier to step into than just saying, honestly, I'm hurt. (laughs) I'm sad. I'm anxious. Um, Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Makes sense. I think we are, um, we are, um, Typically, I, I think that as humans we we dodge emotions, right? Uh, emotions um, for some people are just like stupid, right? They're like, no, you you're not welcome here, right? Um, and maybe we learned those habits early in life, right? Whenever we were having an emotional response and that was dismissed or disregarded, and we've just kind of repeated that like cycle and that pattern um and so i also just want to say that it's like completely normal to have that experience (laughs) um but that it's important that you you come back home that you come back to yourself and that you you are intentional about that compass and what it's telling you and begin that process of like self-care um yeah, what other lingering thoughts do you have, Raven, or what's kind of coming to mind or questions you have? If any. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm loving this conversation. I'm I'm wondering though, like how do we? I mean, I, I know I already kind of touched on this emotional piece, this body piece, and connecting it to that, but like, how how do we create create space for that in our lives that are like so busy um especially us i mean me and you like we're ridiculously busy and i know there's people out there in this world that are just as busy as we are busier or less it doesn't matter you know but like how do we really set the side or set aside the time to make this happen sorry that was a long thought but i think i got it
1: I think the first step is, uh, I don't know. There's so many thoughts. I think the first step is just acknowledging that taking that intentional time for yourself is because you're, you're worth it and you need to feel that take to keep going, right? So just rec- recognizing that at first is, is a, just largely the most important thing. I think secondly, it's like we all have demands we live in a society that is just like nonstop, right? We work around the clock. We work 40 hour weeks, 50 hour weeks. We have children, we have extracurriculars, like all of these things. Um, We have clients, we have families, right? And um, I think to create space for intentional self-care requires just small baby steps of discipline daily. It's five minutes of giving yourself attention and space. It's getting up, not checking your phone right away, putting your feet on the ground and doing some stretching and just like being present, ex- You know, being grateful, expressing gratitude. And just like doing that for five minutes to start your day. And then coming back to it maybe five minutes before bed. All right, doing those same things and it doesn't have to be a bubble bath. It can be (laughs) silence on your way to work, right?
0: But it can be a bubble bath. It can be, yes. But
1: it it doesn't have to be this long, drown out bubble bath with like a freaking book and wine or whatever, right? It can't be those things, but like it can be just your 10 minute drive home from work in silence where you're checking in, you're processing, you're reflecting, you're tuning in with the body, the emotions, right? Um, and so, just incorporating it into um, just the the smallest moments—washing the dishes, checking in.
0: I'm loving that. I'm loving that, and I think it ties even into Zach just this idea and importance that being present and being mindful and being aware of the moment that you're currently in. Um, that that that's self-care baby you're doing you're doing it Um, that just being present in itself is so 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 important and you're in that that moment you're showing yourself love you're showing yourself that you care and that you're worth it that you're worth taking a deep breath and saying here i am in this present moment
1: yeah something else i'm thinking about is like there is no right or wrong way to do this and self-care is going to vary and differ amongst people the way um raven self-cares is probably drastically different than the way i do and the way i self-care is probably drastically different than one of my colleagues right um and that it differs and it varies (laughs) right um and there's no right or wrong way there's no formula
0: yeah there's no yeah.
1: formula. Yeah. Um, and so while there is this like trend or there's like fad or I don't know what the heck we want to call it around self-care.
0: That's yeah, the social media thing, you know?
1: It's a real thing and that that's important for your physical health, your mental health, your well-being, your, your relationships with people, right? Um, right. And, yeah, Raven, in your clinical experience with clients, how great are your clients uh, at in practicing self-care?
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things that I, that's one of the things that I push from the beginning. I'm like, check in with yourself, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling in this moment? Um, and it's really normal and natural for clients to resist that. They're like, like, uh, don't ask me how I'm feeling. (laughs) Like (laughs) don't check in with me like that because, because that's not something that I think we're used to. We're told not to do those things. So in terms of clients, like, I try to set that from the beginning as something that will always be included in my therapy. Um, in letting them celebrate the small victories in therapy, and me making a big deal <laughs> about the small victories, like, Oh, hell, yeah, you passed that math test. Like, let's just play our favorite song real quick. Yeah. Like, you know, like raising those things and and just kind of honoring their self in the therapy room and And I say it that way because I think a lot of people entering therapy they're not feeling great about themselves. Um, So I like to just kind of start there and let them know that they are important. Um, And then I think eventually it starts to trickle outside of the therapy room. But honestly, no shame in the fact that if your self-care is 50 minutes a week with your therapist, if that's all you can commit to and that's like where you're at, then I mean, you're already taking such a huge, big, brave step that, I mean, I can sit with that. You know, I can, I can guide clients to kind of open up more space in their life to have more of that self-compassion, self-love, self-care time. Um, I feel like I don't even know, Zach, did I fully even answer your question?
1: (laughs) No. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. I mean, you just highlighted, right. That most of the time our clients aren't practicing self-care. Right. And I think one of our large hopes for this podcast that we mentioned in, the, in our pilot episode was this idea of um, moving towards healing or, or the journey towards healing, one of those. And I think part of that process is starts with this journey towards coming back to yourself and learning how to check in with your body, learning how to check in with that emotional compass, and to honor those things, honor that emotion.
0: Yeah, And, you know, something else that I've noticed in clients and definitely something that I've noticed in my own life, especially through this quarantine, is like my self-care. I I could do pretty good. Like, it'll be going good. I'm like doing my yoga. I'm making my coffee. I'm cooking my meals. I'm stretching. I'm doing all the things, right? I'm doing everything rubbing on my crystals, all of that, and then something happens, and I'm just not doing any of that stuff, you know, and then I'm noticing even like what you said, Zach, you know, maybe the dishes are piling up, or I've got a little bit of extra laundry that I haven't done yet, or you know, just, you start to kind of notice these other areas in your life that they are kind of looking a little chaotic, you know, that that aren't looking the way that I would normally want them to look. And kind of my indicator that I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I should jump back into the things that make me feel good, that feed me and my soul. And yeah, I even just want to throw that out there that it's it's not like something you're doing 100% of the time, because I mean we're human. We're gonna right. just kind of fall off a little bit. And so it's definitely through this quarantine, I've noticed in myself and in clients that it's this up and down. We're doing really well. We're doing really bad. We're doing really well, doing really bad. Um, And I think even that in itself is pretty hard to kind of handle and navigate.
1: Yeah. I just had a recent, or just like a thought come up for me. What do you think are like, Three indicators or, uh, yeah, three indicators that it's time to check in with yourself. Well, for me, you know,
0: I get, it's crazy, Zach. I have a journal page right now that literally is like signs that I know I'm not doing okay. Um, and I'm picturing it right now and I've got tons of stuff on there. One of my big ones is that I'm isolating. I'm not reaching out to my friends, even if it's, you know, I'm not even Snapchatting people back. That's even a simple just indicator. I'm like, you're just opening things and not responding, or you're letting messages sit forever.
1: Good Um,
0: for me to know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a friend. Yeah, that that is good because it's at that point, it becomes too much for me to to reach out to other people. I'm feeling anxious. I just can't do it. You know, so that's definitely one of my signs. Another one is that I'm eating out more. I'm not cooking my meals at home. And even if it's something little, like just making a homemade sandwich, like that is so much better for me and my own mental health than running to the store to pick up a sandwich, you know? Um, even other things, like, I'm not, um, like, I'm not seeing my family, like, specifically family, like, not making it a point to go hang out with them, um, because I, I'm a, I'm a loving local, and, um, yeah, and all of my siblings and parents are here, and so I've got a really strong family support system here, and so whenever I'm not reaching out and utilizing them, um, I recognize, I'm like, hey, sister, it's time to check in. Like something, something's off, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think for me, some of those warning signs uh, are definitely a, um, a more irritable, less patient. And I recognize yes. those things, a little, a little snappy maybe sometimes. Um, I think another one is the isolation piece of like it's just like I check out mentally and I just want to just like chill and be glued to the TV or something, right? Um, but I, I check out and I isolate from people. And then I'm trying to think of just like one more area for me that I know like something's something's not going going right for you. What was that? okay go for it tell me
0: I'm thinking like for me and I think it might be true for you too sis is procrast- procrastination just Preach. Like, you know it like just us waiting till the last freaking minute to do the damn thing yeah I um, you know that's an indicator
1: yeah definitely <laughs> yeah How are you currently feeling? I know we're tired starting this. What are you experiencing talking about self-care?
0: You know, I'm, I'm so happy we did this tonight in this moment. And, you know, we, we took the leap. We're doing it. Um, So I don't know, Zach, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. I feel like I'm going to go to bed tonight and have really sweet dreams and just, Uh, wake up tomorrow and be like on a high and be excited about life because oh this is a good conversation
1: yeah also tomorrow when we wake up it'll be october 1st (laughs) greatest month of the year because i was born then and it's halloween spooky season (laughs) absolutely libra season all the things
0: Libra season yes Zach is a Libra (laughs) and I'm a Gemini in case you have forgotten but I wanted I wanted to check in Zach so kind of just wrapping up today's episode and our conversation what are you walking away with like what is it that either you're still thinking about or something that kind of hit you different tonight that you're like okay this this was the point you know this is what I was meant to hear what I was meant to say what are you walking away with
1: yeah I appreciate this question and I think for me it's that I need to take inventory of my own (laughs) self-care and really check in with where am I doing well at and where can I give more of myself And um, where can I find some of that balance, right? And so I'm walking away feeling compassion for myself because I'm doing the best that I can with what I have and with the demands that are being asked of me. And just knowing that that compassion can be channeled into other areas of my life that deserve attention.
0: Nice. 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 Yeah, I like this taking inventory piece.
1: What about you? Gotta
0: gotta check in. Um, You know, I think I'm like, honestly, the point that kind of hit me tonight and just in our conversation is um, like, you don't have to have the time. I I even struggle with this thought, like I'll tell myself, oh, you don't have the time to sit down and check in with yourself because I mean, some of my days are 12 hours booked hour to hour, you know? No (laughs) joke.
1: No joke.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got some crazy schedules around here. Okay. And so um, one of the things that I'm really walking away with is really just, I don't need the time. It's about living every single moment and checking in with myself every single moment. Every single moment and asking myself, how are you doing, Raven? How's your body feeling, sis? Like, what's going on? And just checking in with myself, no matter what I'm doing, in the moment always, and just honestly honoring my intuition and listening to what I need and and making that happen.
1: Yeah. What would you hope that people listening walk away, take away from this conversation? If it's just like three, the three ingredients to self-care, what would they be?
0: Well, I think number one is that <laughs> you're worth it. That you're worth it. Okay? Yes, truly. That's yeah. ingredient one. is we need you to hold this belief. You need to hold this belief for yourself that I am worthy. I'm worthy checking in with myself. I feel like another ingredient would be um, really just like compassion, I think, and just being okay with the up and down battle that it's probably going to be. And what would you add to this recipe?
1: I would say, oh, I don't know. I think I would say Grace. Grace. Give yourself grace to mess up and to fall back into old patterns and to screw up with the self-care and to do it one day and not do it for six months. But give yourself space and grace to um, try, fail, try again. Yeah. Because there's no right or wrong answer. And that's couched with you're worth it.
0: And you are worth it. Wow. That's it. I think that is it. I feel like that was a great episode, Zach. Yeah.
1: I really hope people t- take that message away today. That yeah. they, are, they are worth it and that they can create some space to hold that belief. Yeah. You know. So
0: practice self-care, practice self-compassion and self-love. Because you, my darlings, are worth it. You're so worth it.